Welcome to Staying Real About Faith and Family. If you're looking for a community where you can get real about life without resistance, you're in the right place. I'm Linda Goldfarb, and each week I offer personal insight to encourage transparent living from a biblical viewpoint with practical application. Staying real with the Holy Spirit's leading is what we're all about. I pray that you are blessed by today's episode. Let's go to Father. Father God, we praise you. We come before you today, Lord, and we seek your will. We seek your wisdom. We seek your way. Father, as we are having our conversation today, Lord, will you just download into me all that needs to be said? And then for my friend who's listening, Father God, for him or her to receive what you are wanting them to know, unique to them, because that's who you are to us. You are intimate with us, your children. And we thank you so much for having the opportunity to be here today. We praise you, Lord. We love you. And we can't wait for this conversation to start. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Welcome, my amazing podcast buddy and very good friend, Heather Greer. Heather, how's life treating you today? Well, I've been looking at my to-do list today, Linda, and I'm feeling a bit overwhelmed. It Ah. seems to grow more than shrink. And I think part of that's me. I need to work on saying no, even though sometimes that tends to upset things, you know, the delicate balance in family and church. Um, But I think it's something that I really need to look at. Ooh, you are a brave one to look at your to-do list. I'm... (laughs) I make I make to-do lists and then the other part of my personality doesn't want to look at them. But you're absolutely right. What you're saying actually segues perfectly into what we're going to be discussing because we are embarking on a brand new series, Setting Biblical Boundaries at Home. And according to an article I read about boundaries from the Berkeley Wellbeing Institute, boundaries can be a way of demonstrating compassion towards yourself and compassion towards others. I will tell you, Heather, I completely agree. Healthy boundaries must include self-awareness and being aware of others with compassion in mind. We've got to keep that in the forefront of our mind. During this series, Biblical Boundaries will help us focus on self and others with the Bible as our primary source of reference. We are covering relational and spiritual applications to help our listeners navigate real life issues. I'm excited about it. I am too. I love that quote you shared, um, demonstrating compassion towards yourself and towards others. That is such a great perspective. And it does take us into our question for this first episode of our series, How Can We Live at Peace with Everyone? Whoa, my first thought, become familiar with how God designed us. We're going to focus on Romans 12, verse 18 for this segment. I'm utilizing the English Standard Version. If possible, as far as it depends on you, Live at peace with everyone. And it's the middle portion of this scripture that we're going to concentrate on. We're going to look at this because it says, as far as it depends on you, which of course would be me if I'm talking to myself here, which means living at peace with others depends on us. 
we have something to say about it, Heather. It's not just how the other person is. It's how I am, how God designed me, what God wants me to do with my life. Because truly, God wants us to live at peace with others. We read in Mark 12, 31, love others as yourself. And in order to live at peace and love others, we must see and love ourselves first. Setting boundaries based on this scripture leads me to share some personality wisdom. Heather, you know, this is an area I love to share on. This is part of my heartbeat. I love it. And I'm going to be sharing based on the link personality system, which is created by my co-owner, co-author, Linda Gilden and myself. And I have four basic personality links or dominant personalities And these are the get it done mobilizer, life of the party socializer, the keep the peace stabilizer, and everything in order organizer. Now, I'm guessing they each react differently. So can you share some boundary tips for each personality on how we can live at peace with the other personalities? Ooh, I like that. Absolutely, I can. So what we're going to do is we're going to start by identifying some gestures that are unique to our personalities in order to understand better how others see us. We're going to we're going to start looking at ourselves from a perspective of the others in our life. First, we have the mobilizers. Mobilizers are the ones who tend to point out everything. So Heather, I want you to visualize me. I am now pointing my finger at you, Heather. And this, these are some of the things that I, I want you to do. I want to say, you need to make better choices. You never have time for your family. You, 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 you. Okay, here's my question. How does my pointing make you feel, Heather? Pretty attacked, honestly. Mm. I mean, judged and guilty and all of that rolled into one. Mm. And that is true. When I, as a mobilizer, want to get my point across, I tend to point with my body. I point with my hand gestures. I can even point with the words that I choose, Heather, and I have to be really, really careful with that. And we're going to discuss the tips that we can take as mobilizers, socializers, stabilizers, and organizers to create a healthy boundary for ourselves based on the biblical concept of, if possible, as far as it depends on you to live at peace with others. So now let's look at the socializers. The socializers, well, we tend to be all about ourselves. Me, me, me. We're not warming up to sing. That's just what we're all about. We're all about ourselves here. And though it's not a gesture per se, well, it could be. It's a person who takes a lot of selfies. I will tell you, that almost is no test needed there. But we talk about ourselves a lot. And so, Heather, here's the situation. If you walked up to me at a family gathering and all I did was talk about what was happening in my life, how would you feel? Unseen and uninteresting. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Wow. Unseen. That, That is huge. And there's a lot of individuals and families today that are going around feeling invisible. That is a true, true sense in individuals' lives. And 
that's not something that I would want anyone to feel based on my personality. But it is true. We'll cover some of that. Next, we're looking at stabilizers. Stabilizers tend to step into the background. I mean, literally, stabilizers move away at family gatherings and quite often take a nap. Now, Heather, this one may be a bit challenging, as I know you can relate to this personality a little bit, but I'd like you to take a stab at it. So how could family members perceive this act of separation when a stabilizer just moves away from the group and goes and kind of they're on their own there? Well, I know with people who don't know you as well, it can sometimes be seen as you're being unfriendly. Mm-hmm. Um, for those who really know you, they may see it as laziness. They may mm-hmm. see it as running away. Mm-hmm. That you're not wanting to be involved. You're not wanting, mm-hmm. you don't really care about what's going on, that type mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah, I can see how that would be there as well. Yeah, that's true, true. Well, then we have the organizers and the organizers tend to lean toward perfection, doing everything right. And we are challenged, organizers are challenged by lawbreakers. Don't know that you know anything about that, Miss Heather. But no matter the scale, I mean, it could even be during a game of backyard cornhole. Okay, so we're tossing those little sandbags going back and forth. I would not put it past some of my organizer friends to decide to pull out a ruler and measure the distance from the sandbag to the hole just to make sure that they know who really is the closest in the game. (laughs) What could this action do to the peace in the family? Heather, what are your thoughts? It takes it out completely. I I can say it from experience because this is a secondary uh, trait for me. So I may be that one bringing out the ruler. (laughs) Were you the one that just took the fun out of the party? I mean, Heather, come on. <laughs> and it does at times disturb the peace a little bit. Oh, it does. It does. Yet, folks, here's the thing. God designed each of us on purpose. He did. So our personalities are the ones that we have. What we need to do with this, Heather, is we really need to look at what kind of boundaries we can set and then how we can implement those boundaries in order for there to be peace in the family. There's a good quote from Henry Cloud. Boundaries need to be communicated first verbally and then with actions. So... Actions speak louder than words. That's what we're looking at. Here are some tips for each personality to bring our biblical boundary of living at peace with others into play. Ooh, I like that word, into play. This is good. As a mobilizer, let's make a verbal declaration. Even better, this would be a good thing, maybe place a sticky note on your mirror or your rearview mirror, wherever you need to have this reminder. And here's what we want to say. I will point less with my finger and my words. It's a simple declaration, but it's something that brings to my mind. My tendency is to point. So I will point less with my finger and my words. The action step would be get involved socially with your family agenda free. This is where we may stumble just for the sake of bonding with each other. Don't offer advice. Wait until you're asked. And if you're not asked, 
don't offer the advice. Stay silent. And then if someone does ask us our thoughts or, or to give advice, refrain from dictating to them. You know, just a subtle suggestion is real easy. Don't go into a dissertation. And remember, keep your hands in your pockets. We don't want to point at them. We really want to engage in a way that's more personal. So that would work there. Now, our socializers, here's your verbal declaration. I will talk less about myself. Whoa, that is a biggie. Because a lot of times as socializers, people come up and ask us how we're doing. They want to know what's going on because we're great storytellers. And our tendency, we're going to tell them. Probably for 30 or 40 minutes, we're going to tell them. But what we want to do is take this phrase, I will talk less about myself, put it on a sticky note as well. And you know what? Choose a lot of different color. Colorful sticky notes are going to work really well for you. Put them everywhere. Our action step. Ask the first question when you start conversations. Be the first one. I have done this, Heather, and it has changed. It has changed the way I engage with people. Someone may come up and want to say, hey, what's going on? And I, I, will, I have learned to go, I, I have a lot going on, but you know what? I'd like to find out what you've been up to. How are you doing? How's your family? What's going on with this? Anything that I can remember about them? How are your children? Tell me about this. And then the big thing, listen. Listen. Based on what you hear, tag into something they say and ask them to go even deeper. Maybe ask a couple more questions to go deeper into the conversation. And do this before you answer or offer anything about yourself. It will change the dynamics in the relationship, setting that self-imposed boundary of, I will talk less about myself. It's a good way to go. Now, when we look at stabilizers, stabilizers, I love you so much. Make your verbal declaration, I will not slip away at family gatherings. Oh, I know that's not easy, especially if you're real tired. But if you make this declaration, you're going to have more of a realization that your presence is missed when you're not with your family. You are missed. You are valuable. And you can use a sticky note, but only if you want to. I'm not going to pressure you into this. Only use a sticky note if you want to use a sticky note. And here's the action step for you. Talk more at family gatherings. Find one person, just one person to begin with, and see what you have in common. Ask them questions. Ask them, what do you like to do for fun? Or what do you do to relax? That's always a good one for our stabilizers. What do you do to relax? You will be surprised about how alike you are with others around you. And when you engage in that conversation, you could develop a friendship that could last a lifetime. And that's very important for stabilizers because they want that stability in their life as well. And then we come to the organizers. Organizers, here it is. Make a verbal declaration. I will not judge how others behave. Whoa, 
I know that sounds a little strong, but when we have the personality that tends to want perfection, our tendency is to judge other people based on how they do or don't resolve a situation or how they behave in a particular area. So place as many sticky notes as you need for this one. Wherever you want them, however you need them, you can even use multiple types of sticky notes if you want to. All of that will work. But when I look at someone else and I tell myself, here is my boundary, I'm not going to judge how others behave. I'm just going to let them be themselves, whatever that looks like. It really helps me. And this action step, it's going to sound a little different from all the others. Smile more often. Smile. Well, Linda, I smile all the time. Really? No. Organizers, we don't. We think we're smiling. We're smiling in our mind. It's very seldom reflected on our faces. Many times our faces reflect our thinking. And pay attention to that. Watch someone when they're thinking. Their brow kind of, you know, goes together. They might have those little lines on their foreheads. It's really hard to have that and smile at the same time. That's not a good visual. It just doesn't work that way. But what we don't realize, others are looking at us because we think so much. And we're thinking, and in our thinking, we're not observant to those around us. And they think that we're angry. They think that we're mad. They think we don't like them. I will tell you, I have a story on that. A great gal who was in my choir. And every time I looked at her, I thought, oh, she's mad. Why is she angry? What did I do? When I had a conversation with her, she went, I'm, I've never been mad at you. I actually wanted to be your friend. And I was like, yeah, but that face, you know, I, I said that in my head, folks. I didn't say that out loud. But what I realized is that as an organizer, she was thinking about everything and she was not outwardly expressing what would be a great benefit to those around us. So we need to smile more. Actually, smiling invites conversation. And though we may not ask to be included, or as an organizer, we are happy when we are. So here's our recap. Self-awareness is a healthy step toward setting biblical boundaries. The more we discover God's design for us, the more confident we are to walk in our strengths, aware of our weaknesses. And if you're unsure of what your weaknesses and streaks are, what your personality is, we have the How Did God Design Me personality assessment link in the show notes. When you take your assessment, you'll receive a quick response showing your dominant personality and an additional link to a web page with several free personality downloads. And we also invite you to share in this conversation with us. Visit stayingrealwithlinda.com. Send in your questions. Um, maybe after you take the personality quiz, you do have some questions about why you do what you do or how you can work to achieve peace in your family a little easier. Visit stayingrealwithlinda.com to give us your questions, give us your comments. Maybe you have a story like Linda's. I know I do. I got dinged for uh, that angry look when I went for my job uh, critique, yearly critique that they did. <laughs> That's the only thing I got dinged on. I wasn't angry. Maybe you have your own 
story like that, share it with us in the comments. We'd love to hear from you. Oh, we would. We would. Thank you so much, Heather. And as you head out into your day, consider this. God designed you for his purpose on purpose. The more you learn about your positive and negative tendencies, the more you will walk in the strengths that he has gifted you with. And he has given you amazing strengths, my friend. May Yahweh bless you and keep you in all that you do. Until next time, this is Linda Goldfarb and Heather staying real about faith and family.